on today's Tommy experience, it's going to get kind of wild. Uh, Pat joins me right off the bat, and then my friends Jason and Aaron come and we do our a mid-season recap of the NFL, and then we finish off with Anna and our trip coming up to Pittsburgh to see the Bears play the Steelers at Heinz Field with her family. Uh, so we're going to do all that, but before we do that, uh, just a couple things. Go to TommyExperience.com. Uh, there's going to be new uh, newsletter blogs every single day of like stuff going on. And then my daily gambling picks are going to be on there. So TommyExperience.com. Uh, there will be the date. I haven't decided what I'm going to name it yet. Maybe newsletter, daily newsletter, something. I don't know. But make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out uh, the Cubby's Crib on the Fansided Network and the Fansided Network in general. I'm going to start writing for MLB and NFL, like not just the Cubs. Uh, so make sure that you're checking that out. Uh, and those are everything that I needed to tell you. So here we go. Today is November 4th, 2021. Things are going to be different today because right off the bat, here's Pat. Hello, everybody. Did you like that rhyme? That was good. Right off the bat, here's Pat, not wearing a hat. But he's fat. Yikes. Um, <laughs> big show, huge, monstrous show today, and we're starting it with Pat. Uh, first off, I think we should congratulate the newlyweds. Very, uh, we went to so. we went to a wedding this weekend for for Griffin, our NASCAR expert, and his lovely bride Megan. So congratulations to those two lovebirds. They're off on their honeymoon right now. Congratulations to them. What a fun! It was fun, a great weekend. It was fun. Fun weekend. Fun day. Uh, lots of dancing and and shenanigans and Pat in a photo booth, looking for love. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't find any in, in um, Eureka. <laughs> Such is life. Fun weekend, though. Congrats to them. Other stuff, just right off the bat. My name's Tommy. This is the Tommy Experience at TommyRB36. That's Pat at po- Pat Moyarty on the mm-hmm. Twitters. Um, yeah, that's us. And uh, we do things and stuff to things. Ooh, real quick. Uh, I haven't done a recording in forever. It's been a couple weeks. We can recap our Anthony Rizzo walk really fast. I just thought oh, of that. Okay. Yeah. So we walked in the Anthony Rizzo walk. We raised, we got our goal. We, we, we beat our goal. We went over our goal. Um, the official walks actually in two weeks from today, but we walked when it was a little warmer and we had a, we had a pretty good showing. It was a I very thought. good day. Um, it was a nice day. It was warm. It was a warm mm-hmm. day. Uh, we raised over five hundred dollars for the Anthony Rizzo Foundation. At this point, we're at seven hundred and five dollars. Excellent. And so can you still donate? You can still donate. Um, check out ChicagoCubsFan.us for a link. Beautiful. Um, and uh, we haven't done the drawing yet, so you could still be eligible to win a a trip to Wrigley Field 
Wow. I'll visit the Wrigley Field. Not we're not gonna fly anyone in or anything. You gotta come meet us there <laughs> with Larry, Tommy, and myself. Wow. What a treat that would be. Uh, also a beer pre and during game from me is in uh-huh. par- is part of the package. Um so yeah, you can still donate. Yeah, if you're the type of person that you wanted to make sure that we did the deed that we were said that we were going to do before you donated, we did the deed. There's picture uh-huh. proof that it happened. And uh, we can prove it to you so you can donate to our cause. So we would appreciate yeah. it. It's also still on the front page of the TommyExperience.com webpage. So you can check there as well. Thank you for being on the team, Tommy. You did a great job. You know, I you know, I pulled some strings too. We got a donation from Chris Bryant. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a donation from A. Eugenio Suarez of the Cincinnati Reds. I was so excited. I thought it was someone I didn't know. And then all of a sudden I went, wait a second. He's a baseball player. He is a baseball player. Yes. So very cool. Very cool stuff. So uh, Pat, speaking of baseball, we have some congratulations again to point out. Okay. The Atlanta Braves have won the World Series. That's awesome. Congratulations to the Braves, their fans, and their employees and former employees. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, Pat. I was an employee of the Atlanta Braves, uh, although we did not leave on good terms. Uh, I am very happy for them. I'm happy for my mother. I have a lot of friends that are very happy right now. They were good to me when I got my World Series championship, so I want to be good to them as they celebrate theirs. I FaceTime mom after after they won it. She was very excited. I uh, texted a couple people as well and congratulated them. And uh, it's it's cool to watch somebody else win uh, after a long time after you've already won. Yeah, yeah, you, it, it is. And I, you know, I when the, when the Cubs, I know we'll get in this a little bit, won the World Series. You know, I felt a little for um, for Cleveland and their fans. Yeah, I didn't feel too much this time for Houston. And, no, you know, no, no remorse. No. Uh, I think everybody in America that was watching the world series was rooting for the Braves, uh, uh-huh. except for Houston, of course. Um, and the Braves were just dominant last night in the, in the game six, they won seven to nothing. Max Fried looked like Greg Maddox. Uh-huh. He was very good. Uh, and then former cub Jorge Soler wins the world series MVP after he hit one out of minute Maid park, literally out of the stadium. Shot? Oh my gosh. I think it's still in the air. Yeah. So former former Cub Jorge Soler, who would have thought that the uh, the first member of the 2016 World Series champions of the world to get two World Series championships would be Jorge Soler. Mm-hmm. So he and, won uh, it. Jock Peterson, former Cub great. He won he, it. He, he's won two World Series in a row. You know when the he last has. time that was done? Tell me. That was a guy named Ben Zobrist. For, ben for the- Zobrist. For the Chicago Cubs after he won it the year before with the Kansas City Royals. Yep. So so former Cub great Jock Peterson is a world champion two times now. Uh, Wilson Contreras' brother, William Contreras, is now a world champion. He's a backup catcher for the Braves. Awesome. Uh, so there are Cubs connections everywhere. And Carlos Correa of the Astros is probably going to be a Cub here in the next few weeks to couple months. We'll see. Really? To potentially. Potentially. But... But congratulations to the Braves. Uh, they did it on the day that the Cubs won the World Series. 
That's right. Five years ago, Chicago Cubs won the World Series. Pat, I just want to spend the next few moments reminiscing about that day for us. Uh, I know you were watching the television. You came back from Ireland specifically for this game. Yeah, I was in Ireland. And when I, you know, when I was in the United States, the Cubs won every single playoff and World Series game that I was able to watch. So maybe I shouldn't have left, but I did. Yeah. It was the greatest sports moment of my life. Yes. Mine as well. Uh, And I did enjoy, too, the story of when they actually won it and what happened with your television remote. Yes. So the Cubs, you know, I'm watching the I'm watching the game and final out happens. I jump up, almost hit the ceiling fan and came down, sat on the couch. And for some reason, it rewound about a half an hour. And I was like, oh, no, I'm like. I'm like, they're challenging something. Something's happening. They're challenging. I didn't want to go to live because I didn't want to lose all of it. So I had to fast forward real quick. And then when I got there, they were still world champions of the world. Thrilling few minutes. So here's what I did. I, when the game started, I threw my phone to the corner of the room and also the remote to the television. So nothing could happen. Uh As if I had been there before. I had never been there before. But uh, yeah, I was kicked off my own couch. So I was sitting on the floor and watched the final out. I would I would ask people to look at your Twitter because you, there's a recording of your reaction. Yes, I and, did post it on the anniversary. And it's and and there are things in the picture you don't realize are happening and and people in the background you hear voices and it's really it's really fun. It was a it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Uh and you know that I do plan on the Cubs winning a couple more before uh, I croak here, and uh, I don't know if they're gonna feel as good as that first one did because that was just wild. That was the greatest. That, and well, well, look at the whole playoff run. You know the 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 versus the Giants. The you know they the the home run and then the comeback and then versus the Dodgers. They were down and. Um, and then they came back and won that series. And then the last game, it's difficult to watch that last game. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. And you, know, it, you, you just know what the outcome is and that you know what's going to happen, but you're still watching it as if it's the first time. And it's just, it's nerve-wracking the whole time. I watched the, there's a video on uh, Twitter the other day that showed um, that in the top of the, or in the bottom of the ninth, it's a tie game. And I forgot uh, Raldis Chapman's on the mound again after what he happened in the back. eighth inning. And then Jason Kipnis hit this shot down the first baseline that the mm-hmm. way that the camera angle was, it looked like it was out, but it was a foul ball. And I yeah. forgot in that moment, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, not not like this. And it went foul, thank goodness. But Yeah, and, and you know, we, we forget how valuable Chapman was he came back and pitched an inning after the home run yeah yeah we wouldn't have won the world series without him no and you yeah there's several pieces on that team that you could say the Cubs do not get it done without them which makes it cool because you needed all of them there to make it happen I forgot about something that was it was a fly ball to center left center field Bryant tagged up yeah and scored no one else would have scored on that play. No, uh, he got a he got a great jump off the bag. 
uh, when he caught it, he tagged up from third and he slid under the tag, which was, it was a textbook slide. None of this like, uh, head first or trying to jump over the catcher or anything is just textbook straight up, just right over mm-hmm. the plate. Uh, and then he had another one. He, it was a hit and run. He was running off of first and Rizzo hit a gapper and he scores on that from first. And that on was huge base. too. Uh, so and, it's, and they showed, they showed the replay and how, he, how thorough he ran it too. It looks how, like a gazelle. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. And then, you know, um, Albert Almora's uh, tag up on his long fly ball. Yeah. I was, when he first hit that, I thought it was out. I, I did like, too. Oh I did too. I was like, oh, and like, then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh man, he's got to come back first. And I didn't realize he came back, tagged up, and he was going the second. Yeah, that was smart. I mean, that was, that was the, that was the run that, that got him the lead. And then ultimately the winning run was Montero's single that brought uh, Rizzo home. And- and look at the three catchers that they used in that series. You know, they carried three catchers and they yeah. all contributed. Willie put one off the wall, Rossi homered, mm-hmm. and then Miguel Montero ended up with the game winning run in the 10th. So, yeah, I mean, it there's, was- there's just so many little things in that game that it's like, if that didn't happen, who knows, you know, exactly. and as nerve wracking and as terrible as it is to sit and watch that game, I've only done it three or four times. I've only sat and watched the game three or four times, but I always end up wanting to do it again at some point because I always forget the little things that that led to the big thing at the end. Exactly, exactly. And it was, like I said, it was the greatest sports moment I ever had. And I remember, so after the game, my my family was nice enough to wait about five minutes to call me. Just, (laughs) so my brother, my brother Pete called me first and, you know, you know, because he was the one that talked me off the edge yeah. earlier. And then my sister called. And then all of a sudden, I, then I called my niece, who's a big Cub fan. Right. And I called you yep. because had to had to talk to, you know, the people who were supporting them for through the years. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. I, yeah, I picked up my phone and I had like seven missed calls from random people and stuff. Mm-hmm. But your, your phone call was the only one I answered. And then I made a phone call to grandpa because I knew he was watching it too. Um, So those, yeah, those were the only transactions that I made on the phone. And then I think I posted a picture on Instagram and I posted a picture on Facebook and then I was done until the morning. Like I didn't text anybody back. I just let it go. And I watched it by myself because I couldn't watch it with anyone else. I I I, the family came over and I was very clear that like some some words are going to be said in this room. So no judgment. And uh, we're not flipping between channels for anything. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I, I told people too, I said, if, if you call me during the game, I'm not answering the phone. Right. I might text you back depending on who you are. Yeah. I think we had, a, I think we had an exchange before the game started. Like, mm-hmm. okay, here we go. Just uh just a fun night. Fun to reminisce about. Uh, oh. Can't believe it's already been five years too. Yeah, and 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 the the changes we're able to live with any disappointment after the fact because of that. Right. But think about it too; they were in three straight NLCSs. Yeah. Won a World Series, so. Yeah, it, the greatest era of Chicago Cubs baseball. Yeah. And uh, the All Star break this year, they were half a game behind the Atlanta Braves and just went in two very different directions. 
The Cubs have three guaranteed contracts right now, and the Braves are holding up a trophy. So, and we don't even know what direction they're even oh, going. Yeah, no, we won't know we, for we a could, while too. So, we I've, could do a we could do a whole podcast on on their needs. And <laughs> yeah, maybe down the road, but that'll be like a epic three parter. Yeah, or you could go to CubbiesCrib.com and read a bunch of blogs about what the Cubs need to do too. That's available and, also as well. And you can see Tommy writes for. That fine website. That's right. Fansided.com. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Um, okay. Transitioning off of baseball. Congratulations to the Braves. I didn't mean to overshadow the Braves winning it. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. The Bulls are good at basketball, Pat. What? What? Yeah. What happened? Like they're like five and one or something like that. We got a young team. A, a, a nice mix of like young guys with a veteran core who okay. just love playing basketball together defensive stops they got steals happening they're going to the rim they're getting fouls they can make three-point shots the other night they were in boston and uh they were underdog i think they were like four-point underdogs and uh they early they took the lead they were winning and then by the time halftime rolled around they i mean they were getting steamrolled and at the end of going into the fourth quarter they were down 14 points and then they won by more than 14 points. Like so the fourth 20... quarter was in, like it was like a 38 to 9 run in the in the fourth quarter. And they won. I can say I haven't seen that since a certain guy played yeah. built a This before. is uh yeah, the fir- it was the first time in the shot clock era that a team down 14 points going into the fourth quarter won a game by 14 or more points. So, who's their who would you say are their stars? You got Zach Levine. Uh, okay. And then DeMar DeRozan came over, uh, the uh, the Carrasso guy who came over from the Lakers, the kid that uh, dominated for Illinois, whose mm-hmm. name is escaping me. That guy, okay, we know. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he. I mean, he's Chicago born and raised. Went to Illinois. Bulls drafted him. He made the three pointer that gave the Bulls the lead in the Celtics game, and they never looked back from there. So it's just cool seeing a homegrown kid. Making the yeah. making the shots. So, and for years they wouldn't they wouldn't uh, go after guys local guys yeah. for some reason yeah. during the Kraus era. Yeah, but now they got they got new guys and they look good and they're fun to watch. They're fun. It's just fun to watch Bulls basketball now, which is just Excellent. so nice. Yeah. Um, well, it's good, you know, because we need that in Chicago for the winter. Yes. I, I, I think um, we won't go into it, but I think hockey's going to be a long season. Yeah, it's going to be tough. And that's a whole nother day of stuff. Um, you can read about it on things that I've written uh, on TommyExperience.com and other places. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch happening in the hockey world. The Bulls, they're good now. They were good in the 90s, which is really why I wanted to have you on today. Because you got to watch the Bulls firsthand. In the 90s, your brother had season tickets, uh, and you watched the Jordan era with Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, and Scottie Pippen has a book coming out uh, called Unguarded, Mm. and he's just kind of giving it to MJ after the last dance situation because he felt like he wasn't fairly represented in 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 the last dance, so he uh, wrote this book. And he's saying some stuff. So what I wanted to ask you was 
the on-court relationship with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. You got to kind of watch it happen. Did they oh, when hate they were each other? Court, when they were on court, they were great. They were like nothing like it. Scotty, when he first came to the team, him and Horace Grant were buddies. So they're kind of off court. We're always together. Michael, Michael was a superstar and Scotty right. and Horace knew when they joined the team that it was Michael's team. Right. And he was a superstar and he was, he, you know, he wasn't winning championships yet, but he was the biggest new, the newest, biggest thing in the basketball basketball, because it was, it was Larry and magic. And then there was a little bit of those whiners up in Detroit yeah. And Michael yeah. and Michael was the guy. And um granted he didn't win till Scotty was there. And um Scotty was a huge part of it, but Scotty was Tonto to the Lone Ranger. If that I don't know if that's a good analogy, but he was he was the he was the second guy. And yeah. hey, when when you're the second guy and can win six championships, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. But the the beef that I have here is that in an, ep- an an excerpt that I read, he uh, he was talking about how MJ wasn't the superstar that he was without Scottie Pippen. And here's where I have a problem: is that Michael Jordan definitely could not have won the championships without Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and like the cast of crew that was there. He needed more people to help him, but he was definitely a superstar long before Scottie Pippen was even drafted. You're, you're exactly right. Um, there's nothing saying that core could not have won it without Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan could have won it with comparable guys. Right. There was no one like Michael Jordan. He was, he, you know what they always talk about? Ooh, this guy's the goat. That guy. No, he was the goat. Yeah. Yeah. He took, he took the NBA to a international level. Yeah. And once he started winning championships, nobody else was, allowed to win a championship that's the no. difference and michael jordan was the greatest offensive player i've ever seen but yeah on top of that he was the greatest defensive player i ever saw yeah too. he played both sides of the floor and, and he and and he was a he was awesome he, he was the best ever and he and he took a beating too and scotty was awesome scotty was great but he came into an organization where he had a role and he, he did his role. Great. Now I think he's just upset, you know, because Michael, I don't know if it's about, he didn't get paid enough for the um, documentary or if he, if he felt Michael said some mean things about him, but yeah, apparently Michael got paid like $10 million an episode or something, something ridiculous. He got paid for, for uh, doing the last dance, and I guess any uh, anybody that they interviewed didn't get anything. This is just per Dennis Rodman, or not Dennis oh. Rodman. I'm sorry. This is only per Scottie Pimpin. So well, if, whether that's true Mike, or not, I don't know. But if Michael Jordan, if Michael Jordan asked for ten million dollars and they gave it to him, if Scottie, or that you know, if Scotty asked for didn't ask for anything and he did the interviews, then I'd put that on Scotty. Yeah, he can't. Hey, Michael Jordan took advantage of. The situation to get payday, that's that's good for him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I mean, Michael and and Scotty and the players and and all the higher ups allowed people to have their cameras and document the nineteen ninety eight season. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, you could ask for money if you wanted to. I don't know. Yeah, you knew going into that season. I kind of knew it was. You know, like they said, the last dance because yeah, Jackson wasn't coming back. 
you knew pr- pretty much before the season, Jackson wasn't coming back after that. Season. Right. Yeah. And then, and then you knew Scotty's contract was coming up. You didn't know what Michael was going to do. Um, yeah. I, I just don't understand why uh, Scotty Pippen took so much offense of what was happening in the last dance. Cause Michael was literally just telling what was happening. Mm-hmm. And like he said, uh, the flu, like he talked about the flu game or whatever, but he talked about Scotty Pippen's headaches and he just said, "Hey, if I had a headache, I'd still play." Like that. Yeah, I don't know. There, there's still a bit of jealousy of Michael by Scotty, and you know, Michael after basketball, Michael's still considered the great. Scotty has stepped back from the limelight, and maybe, yeah. maybe he thought the Last Dance would be a like a more of a limelight on him, and it wasn't. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I can't say I'm just gonna like go to the bookshelves and pick up the book and start reading it. But yeah, well, if you'd like be to read nice, Scotty Pippen's you know, book, it'll be out next week. Yeah, it'll be it'll be nice at that point if they, you know, maybe they're just highlighting certain provocative things. Maybe it's, you know, there's better things in it. I yeah, there probably is. It probably tells a better story. Teammates. Yeah, probably tells more more story to it. But yeah, but that's, These guys that's were just teammates. what I was told. You hope he doesn't throw them under the bus. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a fight with Michael Jordan, I guarantee you Michael Jordan is going to win. Yeah, I don't think I'd. Yeah, I don't think I'd fight so, him. So that's what I got on that. But in conclusion, Bulls are good now and they're fun to watch. So oh, yeah, just scope it out. It's a it's a cold winter, Pat. You just need something to watch. Yeah. I'll turn on some basketball, watch some basketball, and when college basketball start eventually. Yeah, and you know yeah, what else I- you can watch is football. I was going to say, I've enjoyed both college and pro football this year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, pro football coming a little bit later in the podcast. But for now, the grand finale with Pat here, college football. Uh, The rankings came out last night uh, in the college football playoff rankings. This is the first rankings. Um, So I'm going to read them to you. Number 10 is the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Okay, they're one, one loss. So yeah, top. They're t- I think they're a top ten team, and their one loss came to a team that's ranked was undefeated. I think Cincinnati. Correct, correct. Which we will get to. Um, but yeah, so number ten, Notre Dame. Number nine is Wake Forest. They're doing very well in the ACC. They have an interesting game uh, this weekend. They're playing at North Carolina. North Carolina, um, a far inferior team to Wake Forest, but that North Carolina is favored by like four points. I watched a little bit of North Carolina play this last week and they've got a pretty good offense, pretty speedy offense. I was surprised how quick they were against Notre Dame, which might be why, because Wake Forest defense is terrible because they gave mm-hmm. up 50 something points to army. So yeah, yeah. that would probably granted be they scored back. like 80, but yeah, I was surprised how fast they were against Notre Dame. Right. Yeah. So uh, number 10, Notre Dame, number nine, Wake Forest, number eight, Oklahoma, they're hanging in there in the Big 12. They're number eight. If they go undefeated, I think they're going to find their way in the top four, but long way to go. Before that, they have a championship game. they got some rivalry games coming up. So, uh-huh. Number seven, Michigan. They fell to Michigan State. Uh, I, I'm surprised that they're ahead of Notre Dame because maybe it's because their loss was so recent, but Notre Dame lost to a higher-ranked team. Could be. Could be. It might be that, uh, might be that Cincinnati went on the road and beat Notre Dame too. 
that might mm-hmm. that might play a part in that it. That could be. Yeah. That, that might be. play a part in it. And obviously, which which we'll see, I think. Well, let's just get through the rankings really quick. Okay. Number seven, Michigan, number six. So these are the first two out. Number six, Ohio State, and number five, Cincinnati. They are on the outside looking in. Cincinnati undefeated. Ohio State one loss to Oregon. Hmm. Number four. Yeah, I, I I thought Cincinnati might be higher. Yeah. Number four, Oregon. Number three, Michigan State. Number two, Alabama. And number hmm. one, Georgia. No, no dispute with number one. Georgia is Oh, th- by right far now, the best team in the country. I agree with you. They, they look like no one's going to beat them. Their defense is just stupid. Where so was Ohio bad. State? Ohio Sorry. State is six. Okay. So oh, they're, they're one loss. what they're counting on is Michigan State to get out of Purdue this weekend, which mm-hmm. is a lot harder than it sounds. I think that's going to be a very tight, low-scoring ball game. Uh, but that's setting up an Ohio State Michigan State game in Columbus. So two top six, top five teams going at it. Obviously, so the winner we, of that will be in. Yeah, whoever wins that game will probably win the Big Ten championship. I would think so. And then so. they'll get one of the four berths. Yeah. I hate to say, and I dare to say that Wisconsin is looking better and better each and every week. So mm-hmm. they'll probably be coming out of the Eastern Division there Okay, uh, to play in the Big Ten championship game. So... If they were to come up and win the Big Ten championship game, I don't think they're in the playoff, but uh, that would take the Big Ten out of the playoff. That would be interesting. That would be really interesting. So Cincinnati sitting at five and Alabama sitting at two. I thought ultimately this is what it would be, but I didn't think they would do it so early. I think, well, well, Georgia and Alabama look like they're going to eventually play. Oh, yeah, they're they're setting up for the sec championship so and if alabama wins, wins that they're both in yeah if, if alabama loses they're they're playing a bowl game against you would think but i think that i think the committee is saying that they would take a two loss alabama team before an undefeated cincinnati team i'm an i'm an alabama fan but i wouldn't take a two loss alabama and they look so mortal this year yeah it it's a it's a down year for Alabama, and and you know what most teams would like to have Alabama's down year, right? Um, oh, absolutely. Um, but if they lose one more game, I think I think it's Cincinnati should go. Yeah, yeah, I will see. Uh, Michigan State sitting at three as a Michigan State fan, I hate it because I don't think that they're the number three team in the country. I don't think they're really even the top five team in the country, but as the I, only, I, I was going to ask you that yeah, I haven't watched a lot of Michigan as the State. only undefeated team in the big 10, they have to be. And number yeah. four is Oregon who, who is, who has a loss. I think didn't I they lose early. I'm going to look up if they lost or not, but they beat Ohio state. Who's at number six at Ohio state. So that's, I so mean, that's, that's why a, they're above. Yeah, and that's an excellent win. So I I you can't be mad at that, right? No, no. But I think what happens is we're gonna have teams having to play each other, Ohio State versus Michigan State. Yeah. And then that Wisconsin championship game is intriguing yeah. because if Wisconsin wins, do we not have two Big Ten teams? Yeah. Uh Oregon lost at Stanford thirty one to twenty four. So they have one loss. Now Stanford, I don't know how Stanford good they are. isn't really that good. But yeah, I, I think it was say. a I think it's a 
like a conference game on the road night game probably that's probably what did it uh but yeah so georgia eight no alabama seven and one michigan state eight no and oregon seven and one all in over an undefeated cincinnati uh and all in over an undefeated oklahoma if georgia beats alabama okay michigan state runs the table no i'm not even gonna say that ohio state runs the table Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Oregon. Those are your four. With Cincinnati? Cincinnati on the outside looking in. I think the committee is already telling them that they're not going to make it no matter what they do. That's a shame. Because, well, what's it say? It says the big the big boys run the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Michigan State's playing Purdue this weekend. I'm scared to death. Uh, I think this is uh, just a perfect spot for them to fall down and it all be over. There's nothing like college football because I, I love the NFL, but just a little tangent. I only get to watch like three games unless I have the NFL package where college football, right. I can start watching at nine o'clock in the morning and watch it, watch those games in Hawaii at three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is different. It is. It's it is definitely so different. awesome. And then you can watch, so many different styles on so many different channels. So. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, and there's different. Uh, there's there's different, like there's teams running the triple option all the time. There's so many different defenses being used and stuff in college. Like the kids that are going into these programs are only specific to like a style of offense. And when you get to the pros, it's basically one style. And then we're not even talking Division Two or Division Three. We're just talking different conferences. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, and those division two, division three games can get pretty fun to watch too. So and some of those guys make the pros and are pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh big Saturday coming up, big Sunday coming up, big Monday coming up. Um Pat, thank you for uh for opening this with me. I appreciate it. Do you have anything else you'd like to bring to the table? No, just thanks for having me and um go bears. <laughs> go bears yeah i didn't say that with conviction i'm sorry no yeah neither do i um he says that because next on the on this monstrous episode uh my friends aaron and jason are going to be back and they're going to help me dissect the mid-season of the nfl um so we're just gonna jump to that right now here's jason and aaron All right, uh, we are back, and I am here with uh, two cool cats again. Uh, Aaron and Jason are back to do the midseason uh, breakdown of how bad our picks are. Aaron, thank you for being here. Jason, thank you for being here. What's up, guys? My pleasure. Glad to be back. Glad to talk some football. Yes, yes. Uh, we were kind. We were just discussing that we were kind of right and kind of wrong. Um, this has been. Uh, a different season of NFL football. Uh, there are some leaders that I did not expect, and there are some bad teams that I also did not expect. Uh, so I figured that we will just go uh, division by division again and decide what the heck is going on, if that sounds cool with you guys. Sounds like a plan. Great. All right, so we'll just start, I guess, in the AFC West. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> go on. Break down your division I, for me. I have some good news out of the AFC West. The Broncos have the same record as the Chiefs. 
What's the uh, bad news? Yeah. <laughs> Bittersweet news. Yeah, definitely uh, did not see this coming um, on the Chiefs side. On, on the Broncos side, uh, I have more hopes and, um, and aspirations. Um, it it kind of boils down to a lot. Speaking of the Broncos, um, got to give my salute to the Maha hero, Von Miller. Re- recently traded off. I, I understand the trade. Still doesn't hurt any less. That's um, a t- Yeah, that's tough. That was tough to see. Yeah, uh, the probably the first legend that I, I got to see his whole Broncos career, um, and fully understand and grasp uh, what every what every snap means. So, so yeah, uh, thanks for the memories, Von Miller. Um, and you're okay. Um, you said that you're okay with the trade. You understand it? Yeah, yeah, I understand it because um, coming into the season, I already kind of had the feeling of Von is on his last legs, or is he even still worth? the play um i do wish you would have got been able to get a first round pick of some sorts but um i don't think the rams I, had I, a first round pick to give yeah and i like <laughs> their wording um two two second day picks like what what does that even mean yeah that literally means some fourth rounders <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> oh man yeah. um, the minute that happened i thought of you i was like oh no yeah. it's oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's over so are you so are you accepting that uh this may not be the year then Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> it was already looking pretty bad. Um, I had high hopes for Teddy Bridgewater, um, but he's just unfolding and unraveling, and um, that's okay. Um, honestly, that's okay. Um, that just shows how how many more things we have to fix. Yeah, and um, it puts on display the bad coaching that we have too. So hopefully, the GM can uh, kind of turn some things around. Um, I, I think. The Von Miller picks are started something good. Yep. Hopefully. Um, and um, it, 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 you do feel kind of bad when you're wasting a good player's career. So in, in the same sense, L.A. really has a good chance of going to the Super Bowl. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be cheering as loud as possible as far as they go. Yeah, um, I hear with- you. I hear you with the potentially wasting a good player's career because I'm sitting with Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks in my back pocket mm-hmm. and – Oh, which, man. which we'll get to the oh. bears. This isn't my time. This is your time. Uh, but um, I, it, yeah. it did make me sad. They, they got off to such a hot start too. And you thought that they were, something was there, but then you realized who they were playing in that hot start. And then it just, yeah. it just started unraveling when the real teams came to town and I hated it for you. I really did. Um, I really thought the Broncos were going to compete in the division Still a very competitive division. The Raiders out of nowhere are leading this division. I have a I have a, a weird kind of proud sense of the division being great because um at least in the last two years it was just the Chiefs are great and the rest of the AFC West, you already know that, you know. Right. Um so I do have this this sense of being proud that that every team that we face in the league is kind of some type of fear. It hurts me that the Broncos are the worst in the AFC West, yeah. where I was hoping that they could be um, a strong second, and that's just by default of KFC. Uh, I about to say KFC, KC <laughs> <laughs> uh, being good. Um, but um, further analysis of the whole division: um, the Chiefs are they, they need to find their step. They almost lost to the Giants. Um, that was actually a big nail biter yeah the way that they've been playing i'm actually not that surprised right but, but if you ask me in the beginning of the year that it's, it's surprising that that even was a nail biter yeah Monday night. yeah and it's surprising that the raiders are leading it but i do want to shout out jason my uh mvp pick of um 
Justin Herbert looking pretty looking pretty okay right now. Yeah. Definitely. He's a talented quarterback. I, I think we knew that. Um, you know, he's at twenty five plus twenty five hundred. Uh, so 250 to one right now. Okay. Um, okay. Um, yeah. To win the, the MVP. So that, that pick, I think he is, um, eighth and he just had one certain player pull some shenanigans up in Wisconsin. That's in front of him. Might, might affect that, that quarterback's MVP odds. So maybe he moves up to seventh after this recent news, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I do. It, yeah. The, the Chargers are good. I think the, I mean they're sitting at four and three now, but that record is going to be superb by the end of this thing. And mm-hmm. I think they are definitely in the playoffs. Uh, the Raiders think of everything that they've had to go through this year. Like John Gruden, they don't know if Derek Carr is worth the worth what they're paying him for. The whole John Gruden thing happens. Now you got the whole rugs thing. Like you just lost one of your top receivers because he did one of the most stupidest things on this planet. And it's just, it's insane how they're just hitting every obstacle and still somehow they're leading a very, very tough division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Derek Carr looks very good this year. Um, like I said, uh, Herbert looks very good. Um, but how much do you guys think, and, and Aaron specifically, how much do you think this Von Miller trade changes the narrative? Because we're talking about the, the Broncos like they're dead. Um, and, Correct me if my math is wrong. They're a half game out of a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I mean, what? Am I missing something here? I because I'm I'm sitting here the whole time you guys are talking about them like the season's over and um, and yeah, Teddy hasn't looked good. It's been disappointing, but um, you know the teams they've lost to the Ravens are probably a playoff team. Uh, the Browns are probably a playoff team. You know, um, I, I mean the teams that they've they've beaten are teams they should be but here's the remaining schedule for them cowboys eagles chargers chiefs lions Bengals, raiders chargers bron or uh chiefs so they still How got two with the are- chiefs they got still they still got two with the chargers uh they but how do- many of those games are like would you say are unwinnable like they're not playing. I don't think they're the beating the cowboys buffalo yeah i don't think they're playing i don't think they're beating the cowboys i think you have to you have to at best you're gonna win one against the Chiefs and one against the Chargers. You gotta win against the Lions. The Lions is a winnable game. Uh Bengals, uh and Raiders. Like I still don't know what to make of the Raiders. And if you were to ask yeah. me who was going to win this division, I still can't say definitively, but I would pick the Chargers. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. Um let's see. I mean, we, we haven't even discussed um, you know, before we start recording, Tommy, you know, you and I talked about how much news has come out in the NFL since, you know, two days ago when you asked us to do this. Yeah. Um, this, uh, you know, one of the big pieces of news affects this conference hugely. Um, where are the Raiders without Henry Ruggs? Yeah. Um, where, who is Derek Carr going to throw to? Like, it can't be Hunter Renthrow every single time. Like, it's... Waller, every play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I don't know. It's... it's I I, I already couldn't to find the Raiders and now this throws a wrench into everything obviously uh the Chargers look like the most complete team I still have a feeling that the Chiefs are just going to figure it out and just start obliterating everybody if their defense will hold up just for a second uh so the path the path is definitely difficult for the Broncos but maybe it's not over 
it's it's tough and um this is so this is one of those i really wanted where, you to say uh no it's over <laughs> <laughs> deep down i do feel like it's over deep down i really really do um and the and the von miller trade it just threw out all, all the leadership and the the just the kind of the passion for success gets gets thrown out yeah. you know they say Teddy Bridgewater is uh, a really good a really good leader but um, he's, he's a fresh face at the same time yeah. you know like he hasn't been there through the ups and downs he's just been inserted and um, and just etched out um, the starting job over lock but at the same time um, if I went over Washington says anything besides that we're we're not excited to watch yeah <laughs> is that we, we we can we can come together and play play well for wins and sure. um each game in a sense is winnable um the cowboys game is probably the only one where i'm i'm thinking that we ha- we don't have a chance if that plays um but otherwise the the chiefs if you split if you good. split with the chargers and you split with the chiefs the the two games that you have left with each team i mean you got right. the lions on the schedule still the eagles aren't really like they haven't really defined themselves either like there are some winnable games so they could be right. right in that wild card mix for sure. And and we're going to get to it, but both wild card situations are completely wide open because as of right now, as highly as I'm talking about the Chargers, they're the seventh seed in the AFC playoffs, which is just insane right. to think about. So, right. Um, um, the, the same thing with how our division is competitive now, being that we don't have anybody with like five wins or six wins, it's – Whoever wins the division, there's no other wild card in that division. Yeah. Because all the rest are so, so low. Everybody's kind of pacing to be just over 500. It yeah. will take a collapse out of the rest of the AFC, to which it looks like it's on the way. Derrick Henry out. The the Bills the Bills are losing some games, also winning some games, but not looking as as prime as we thought they would have For come sure. out. Yeah. Um, compared to some AFC teams. Um, yeah. I actually saw recently that um, Stephen A., I don't know if you want me to say outside names but Stephen A you can say outside um names. had a top five NFL team that was all NFC um and I agree I honestly agreed um so uh yeah, it, yeah. it's gonna take the division I think to even to even um get a spot I don't think there's a wild card uh, yeah for the AFC West. well let's let's keep going here let's let's bring the east into the conversation here I mean the bills are the Bills are five and two. They're kind of running away with it. The Patriots are kind of making an argument for a potential wild card spot. Uh, the Jets and Dolphins are obviously gone. It's over. Um, the Dolphins need to decide if two is going to be the guy or not. And the Jets just, they're the Jets. So, uh, but I think the Bills, I, this one's going to be a quick one because it's the Bills to lose if they, if they even consider losing it. Uh, the Patriots, they, they seem to be figuring it out with Mac Jones since they're letting him play and like figure it out as they go. Uh, and and Belichick is just a genius, and they seem to have the defense holding up a little more than it did at the beginning of the year. Uh, and they fought really hard against Tom Brady when he came to town. Yeah. They're, they're fighting hard in these games, and, and they're winning them. Uh, so... Can't really, can't really count them out of a wild card, but I think you can count them out of the division. Yeah, yeah. nobody's beating the Bills. Yeah. I mean, they're first in the in in the division in the AFC in points forced and points allowed. Yeah, that's a that's a ridiculous stat. Yeah, um, you know, to, to be able to do both. 
Um, and, you know, one thing we've really harped on with them is that they know how to play when it gets cold. It hasn't even gotten mm-hmm. cold yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, and yeah, Buffalo is Buffalo is one of the most dangerous places to play uh, in the league when it gets cold. So, um, yeah, and you know, let's just open it up for the whole AFC here. The Titans are leading the South, and the uh, Ravens are leading the North. I think three of the four divisions are toss-ups right now. I don't think the person that's leading the division might even win the division, with the exception of maybe the Titans. I think they can survive without Derrick Henry because the Colts are just—I can't figure them out. The Jaguars are done. The Texans are done. So really, you just have to shut down the Colts, and and uh, and the Colts are losing overtime games to the Titans. Like, and uh, it's just, I don't know what's happening in Indianapolis. I wish they had a really good lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they did have a very good lead. It. Not just lost, they blew a really yeah. good lead. Yeah, and the AFC North is just all kinds of mayhem because the Ravens are starting to pick it up and figuring out that they're the Ravens. The Bengals are actually good now. The Steelers' defense is still really good, and the Browns are not who we thought they were. I said the Browns were going to win the division. I was very incorrect. Hand <laughs> we we yeah. all were. I'm, I think that's where we all kind of were. I, I would never side with the city of Cleveland. I just want I want that on the record. I'm not siding with them. I just thought they were going to win the division. I I believe I picked the Ravens to win this division. And I, I, I think, think you that did. probably holds. Yeah, you um, yeah you <clears throat> picked the Ravens, but the Bengals could be right there. And and I was the high guy on the Bengals, right? The first time we talked, I told y'all to watch out for the Bengals, but I was surprised. I mean, I and they're doing it legitimately. You know, they've scored two hundred and twenty points. They've allowed one hundred and sixty-two. I mean, they have a good offense. Joe Burrow is a leader. Um, I think that they have the first wild card spot locked up if they don't win the North. Okay. Um, do you? How many playoff do think, spots do you think the AFC North gets? Two. Two. I think they. I think they get two. I don't think anyone gets three. Um, I mean, if you look at, at at records right now, the AFC West and the AFC North, um, only one game apart from each other. Yeah. So it's gonna get know, crowded. Other, I mean, you, the Chargers win their next game. Um, you know, and the Steelers lose their next game, you have an exactly identical record between the West and the North. So um, I think each grab a spot, most realistically. Um, and I think the Patriots probably grab the third spot. Okay. Um, and yeah, as it see... sits right now, so you have the division leaders. Tennessee has the one seed right now. Um, and uh, then then Vegas, then Baltimore, and then Buffalo. So we're all like high praise in Buffalo, like it's locked up and they're, they're the worst of the division leaders, which is just <laughs> insane. And then the wild cards right now sit in Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Los Angeles with the Chargers. Um, I see all of that being completely different. I see every every single position of that is different. I think the Bills end up with one. Uh, the Chargers end up with two. Uh, Baltimore with three. Titans with four, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm here to say I just don't know. <laughs> So what it like, Tommy? What do you think then? So, I mean, that's the division leaders. Let's talk a little bit about the wild card because I, I, I'm of the school of thought that most of the leaders are going to hold on. Um, the seeding might change, but I do think the Titans will take it. I do think the Ravens hold on. I think the Chargers overtaking the West. Okay. Um, and the Bills in the East. I'm kind of with you on um, that. I like that Chargers and Bills and and Titans and Ravens as the division winners. I like that. Yeah. If you and were... then we got to find, you know, two more teams. So like the Bengals probably are going to lock it up. I think that the Bengals are going to make the playoffs. I think the Chiefs are coming um, back. 
You think so? I that do. defense is just so bad. No, it's so bad. It's just, but I just feel like Patrick Mahomes is just like he hasn't been Patrick Mahomes, and I don't even. Yeah. And I, you could say that it's because teams are finally figuring him out, but I just, I just don't know. I think there's just one more little bit of magic left that he'll just make this ridiculous wild card run. I don't think that they're a championship contender anymore, but he'll make a run. As a yeah. Saints fan, I just get hard PTSD flashbacks to like the early 2010 teams with Drew Brees just throwing for 515 yards in the game and us losing 37 to 41. Yeah. That that's the vibe I get from that team. Yeah. Yeah, their defense is atrocious and they probably should have done something. They did do something at the line at the deadline. They got Melvin Ingram from the Steelers, so he's coming mm-hmm. over, so that might help a little bit, but um they definitely need more help than that. Tyron Matthew is like, I thought you were good at being a defender. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I can't stress enough how they, they barely beat the Giants. They were they were fortunate that that the quarterback was Daniel Jones and he could only get 17 points. And then at the same time, you could, throughout pretty much the whole game, you could only score 17 on them. It took yeah. um, the last drive field goal to, to beat them. Um, Fun fact he, about that game, I, I yeah. Giants plus ten and a half was the easiest bet on planet Earth, and I took the over instead. Like, oh. I'm just so dumb. That that was just so dumb. Anyways, go on. <laughs> it, who who could have saw it going down like this? Um, but um, yeah, that defense, that defense, um, it, it really needs some help. Um, I don't I don't know why why they just make it look so easy for these other teams right about now. Um, if I could look at the, I think they have the highest points against in the division. Oh, they um, have to. They, yeah, it's yeah. got to be tops in the league somewhere yeah. too because they're it's just not close. they're bad. They have about fifty points more. Yeah, they're just bad, man. Like the defense is bad. Yeah. Um, I do also want to say it's not all Mahomes' fault. Um, Tyreek Hill has definitely contributed to many turnovers. He has to get his hands together. Um, and also, where, where's Josh Gordon? <laughs> yeah, we Josh Gordon yeah. about four weeks. Now. He hasn't gotten but maybe one pass. Yeah, uh, and that that I think that's a, a part of the issue too. It's just a Tyreek and uh, Tyreek Mahomes and Kelsey show. Yeah, and, Mahomes um, has so many interceptions, but I swear over half of them are off of tips, like the the just they're off the receiver's hands and into the, right into the defender's hands. He has those in the bad ones, but a lot of them have been good passes that just find a defender's hands. Yeah. Out of magic, yeah. Somebody <laughs> just just putting a spell on it. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Aaron, just just to uh, to follow up, you you said about the the points allowed. They're third to last in the division, or in I'm sorry, in the conference. Um, only teams with worse uh, or more points allowed: the Dolphins and the Texans. Ugh. Not the company you want to be included Uh-oh. in when you're. Both teams with a team. both teams with a combined yeah. two wins. Not in a super competitive division um, like this one. Even with my favorite team being out, um, it, it's not going to be a cakewalk by any means no. for the Chiefs. No, um, not at all. Which is intriguing. Which is intriguing. Um, I'm glad it's like that um, because we all kind of had a consensus that it would be their division. So um, I like it, and I like how how the season's playing out right about now. Um, we're going to talk about the, like injuries and unavailabilities at some point. Oh, we can get into it right no. now if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what injury has hurt the most? Which, which one's on your mind, Aaron? 
I'm 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 hurting from um from Derrick Henry's because um he was looking amazing. Um he was just, he was just looking outstanding, like a like created Madden character. I know it's kind of a cliche now, but it's legitimately that. Um did you see who they signed? To Adrian Peterson. Yeah. AP's yeah. back. Yeah. Um last time we were talking about Adrian Peterson, we had the Vikings taking a wild card spot in the 2012 playoffs. <laughs> Man, he he's he's um he's Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's Iron Man for sure. Um, and uh, but someone I heard a commentator say something about how Derrick Henry strikes the fear of God into like the other team, and it's like that's kind of what it is. Like Adrian Peterson, everybody knows his Hall of Fame career, but at, at the same time they they'll see him as like a Frank Gore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Do you think Derrick Henry being out changes the landscape of the division? Because I think it, I think they still win the division pretty, pretty okay. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, I agree. But I'm just thinking, come playoff time, come, come some more difficult games. Derrick Henry will, will you know, be missed. Right. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that for sure. I don't think that they, they definitely don't uh, beat the Bills without without Derrick Henry in that game for sure on that Monday night. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he is the heart of the offense, but I think Ryan Tannehill with his A.J. Brown on one side and Julio Jones on the other side, I'm sure that they'll be just okay. Yeah, I mean, I, they're going to still compete. Uh, they're a good team anyways, um, mm -hmm. but it, it is sad. And I think whether you're a fan of a team in the AFC or the AFC South or you have them on your fantasy team, I think if you're a football fan, you saw that news and kind of groaned and, yeah. and you know, kind of, yeah. kind of hurt to see, uh, cause you like seeing it AP, like you talked about back in the day, you know, really dominant running backs LT back in the day. Like, um, you know, we love seeing these huge seasons and yeah. we were in the middle of a historic one. And mm -hmm. so it is sad to see. Um, but I, I don't think it changes regular season, anything. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's too, we're too far in. Yeah. And, It'll and definitely hurt playoff that. time, but something tells me that we're three, the three of us are going to have a, conversation again come playoff time on a particular oh, podcast or shadow hey. um all right <laughs> let's let's uh let's open the conversation up to the nfc now um cardinals are leading the west cowboys in the east bucks in the south packers in the north almost exactly what we said except not even close to what we said <laughs> i think uh, <laughs> i think we had the rams which the rams are technically tied for the division lead but the cardinals have a have a tiebreaker against them. Uh, my Washington football team pick is not looking great for the division, <laughs> to say the I least. I think I also Our chose. Washington football pick. I'll 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 land under that train with you. Yeah, so, I, mean, I appreciate gonna... it. I'm pretty sure I I did some heavy convincing on that one, and I was dead wrong because the Cowboys are good at football. Yes, uh, they are. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> it, it's yeah. it's um. It's blessed to see. It's, it's blessed to see um, that the Cowboys are realizing all their potential. I definitely didn't didn't see it coming, and um, I think Washington's having kind of the same thing that a lot of other good football teams are having, um, to where they have a lot of talent, and they probably just thought the games were going to become wins just by being out there. Um, and um, they've been outmatched, not played pretty often. One hundred percent. The Cowboys look like they're ready to play every game um i gotta tip my hats to them um they're, they're, and they're really, in the yeah they're in the right division to they, they look very consistent too i think that's key 
Yeah. Um, that looks a lot more consistent than years past of Tony Romo. Um, and so I do think that a playoff run is possible. Um, we could definitely see them in the NFC Championship game, I'd say. Yeah, uh, it's just a question of who they're going to face because, I mean, the Cardinals don't look like they're going away. The Rams don't look like they're going away. Uh, obviously, the Bucks are going to be right in it. The Saints, even though Jameis just went down. Sorry, Jason. Uh, the they're still that's still a competitive team down there, and they and they got the two teams in the Panthers and the Falcons who have no idea what they're doing, and that's going to help in the division. Um, so what? Yeah, I want to hear what you think about the Saints. Where are we at? How? Where's the fandom meter? Uh, I I mean, so whereas like the Titans losing Derrick Henry, like the, they were built around him, right? That's their guy. Um, I mean, we lost a quarterback, but Jam- the team was never built around Jameis. I, I think we even used when we talked about this at the beginning of the season, we used like terminology about how he could slide into the role and how they, you know, he just kind of fit what they already do. And and so I think that that's like the same case with with uh, Simeon. I think like, you know, he's just a nothing quarterback who can control the game enough for a decent defense um, and a very good running back. Um I feel about the same as I did, you know, at the beginning of the season, which was maybe we have a shot, but we'll probably lose in the playoffs. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The NFC has been super weird this year. Um, Like going back to the East um, and the Cowboys didn't think that uh, Stefan Diggs, little brother would have more touchdown catches. (laughs) Right. Especially considering he's a safety for the, (laughs) for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, That's insane. So like they look legit. I mean, um, you know, they have like a top five defense in, in the, uh, in the conference. Um, what surprises me is the Washington football team, uh, second most points allowed in the NFC. Um, I mean, that's just insane to me. Who's, uh, who's number one on that list just out of curiosity. Number one (laughs) is. Is the Detroit Lions? Okay, because there's a there's a there's another team at the bottom that's got to be lurking down there, but uh, not to get too. Are you referring to your own team? You don't. You're getting a little uh, uh, (laughs) self self deprecating on us. Uh, You guys only have 195 points uh, points allowed. So I think um, I think they rank top five worst for sure. Yeah, Uh, the only other team that has 200 points allowed is is the Giants so at least for another weekend you don't have that (laughs) thanks thanks you're avoiding that that. dreaded 200 mark and uh the same as the Falcons that's not I tried I I was trying to be consoling there it didn't sound like no it's okay I I know what it is let's just (laughs) we we support you fully let's just get into it the Bears suck like I know it and the the (laughs) defense is getting old and we talked about wasting talent uh like Khalil Mack I feel I just feel bad for him because he came to this team they they've only had one year where they actually legitimately had a chance and and they blew it and wasn't that a cut color year if I'm not mistaken no that was Mitch's second year in 20 yeah it was Khalil's first year uh and and then the uh the dreaded double doink happened and then Matt Nagy just became the worst head coach in the history of football. So I don't Yeah. It's just not a good situation. And uh, Justin Fields is playing now, which is great. He's learning on the fly, but he's got no offensive line. Uh, Allen Robinson is mad and I don't blame him because he never gets the ball because Matt Nagy's play calling is just horrible and 
like the all he he just does the wrong thing all the time. It's just yeah, that's I'm just what the Bears that. are. So, uh, yeah, big uh Monday night game this week of uh either either the Steelers are back in the hunt and the Bears are dead, or the Bears are back in the hunt and the Steelers are dead. So we'll see. But they need all support. Tommy. Yeah. Unless yeah, unless unless Aaron Rodgers gets suspended for lying to everybody, then I don't know. He has COVID. He does. So and he seemed to have a lead people have a on that he did have the vaccine, but then he didn't. And he was in the protocol oh. for a vaccinated <laughs> player, but he wasn't vaccinated, so Green Bay will find a way to pay his bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. I, I think they'll they'll go to bat for him with some top notch lawyers on that one. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, he's out this <laughs> week against the Chiefs. So if you want to see if the Chiefs are coming back, now now's a good time. Although I think the thing that I need to be rooting for is Jordan Love to have just an all time awesome game, so that way the Packers are like, yeah, we can do this without Aaron Rodgers, and oh, then he's gone man. for forever. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that either way, though. I think you root for Jordan Love to suck because he's the future. If if you are, you know, assuming you're an anti-Packers fan, obviously, Tommy, you are. But, like, if you're against the Packers, you're hoping that, that Jordan Love sucks. Yeah. Well, I always that, hope that, that everybody sucks on that team. But. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Rodgers is going to be in Green Bay next year either way. So, yeah. I don't think you need to – to have to root for the Packers, even for a game to get that, that long term. Yeah. Oh, I would uh, never root for the Packers under any circumstance whatsoever, <laughs> but I think we have audio yeah. recording of you saying, I want Jordan love to have a great game. <laughs> I don't think that's what I said. Well, when I listen to it back, I'll, re- I'll adjust what I'm so, saying. <laughs> so if Aaron Rodgers does miss, you know, three, four games, from a suspension that doesn't change anything other than maybe oh no they're still season. winning the division yeah yeah I mean, they're, yeah they're three games up the vikings don't look three and a half games up the vikings don't look that great the vikings um, nobody yeah, in that division if looks. the vikings had finished the job against the, the cowboys like i would have i would have reconsidered everything about the vikings but the vikings are just still the vikings the, they're always really just going to be the vikings you know Rush. They they really lost the Cooper Rush in the in the Cowboys. Yeah, they did. They did, and and you know Cooper Rush might be playing again this week. For, and they they just they haven't decided on if Dak's ready to come back or not. But I was looking at the Cowboys schedule, and they like there's really no need to rush him coming back because uh, I'm gonna pull up the schedule here. But it's pretty it's pretty light going uh, for the next few weeks. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to say light going this week, but they're playing the Broncos this week. Uh, and then the Falcons, no defense. Chiefs, no defense. And then the Raiders, we we don't really know what the Raiders are. Uh, so those that's the next four games. So really, he could come back in any of those four games, and and just they can just keep rolling, you know. And their defense is very very good. Yeah, and um, and just to add on to that really quickly. Um, yeah, each week it seems like the defense is just sharpening its knives. Um, it, it, they, they look more impressive each passing week. Um, and it's actually refreshing to see that the team's making plays outside of, um, I forgot Diggs, Diggs brother's first name, but you know, right. Um, it's, it's Trayvon. Right. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. Um, but the whole defense is coming into its own and, um, it's, it's, that's what shows that their real playoff team is that everyone yeah. gets involved. Um, 
So who and do you it's think? Not just one person. Yeah. Who do you think is gonna take the one seed in the NFC? I think the Rams, especially with adding Von Miller. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that bolsters an already really good defense for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't think it'll come out of the NFC West. Um, just because I think, you know, we saw it with, you know, go let's go across sports really quick and talk about baseball. We know we saw the the Dodgers and the Giants um kind of battle it out and shoot each other in the foot um and led an eighty eight uh win team run them over in the playoffs. Um, I think we could see a really similar situation where they're both seven and one. They're both trying to win the division. They're both trying to get a high seed. Um, and at the end of the day, they're both four and zero away from home. Uh, the Cardinals and the Rams. Yeah. So if they can play on the road um, and they don't have to get into this dog fight in week 14, 15, 16, 17, um, then, you know, maybe they don't go for it as hard as say, um, you know, like the Bucks who are two and two away um from home but four and oh at home it might mean more to them um so I, you know even though they're both seven and one i don't think it the one seed comes out of the west i think that it is going to i think one of the two teams is going to take off and the other one is going to kind of slightly come back but my reasoning to that is what i'm trying to say here is the bucks are just going to be lurking like they did last year like a road game beat washington then they went and beat New Orleans. Then they went and beat Green Bay. And then they beat the Chiefs, ultimately. I just think Tom Brady, he's just going to be lurking and waiting. And then mm-hmm. he'll just do his thing. This is me officially changing my yeah. Super Bowl pick, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I think Tom Brady's just going to do it again. Problem, though. I, I think that the Bucks have the same problem that the Cardinals and the Rams have. They have the Saints right on their backs. Um, yeah, you know, I think the, the Saints are there, but, but for how long? How long are they going to be there without a quarterback? Yeah, didn't take a quarterback to beat the Bucks though. No, I yeah, I I hear what you're saying, but late in the season is when Tom Brady like he gets in that I'm going to win a Super Bowl and you're just going to come yeah. with me kind of mode, and I just see that I it's I it's formulating in my head that he's just going to do it again. For sure, I just I think that like they'll place more of an emphasis on wanting the home games in the playoffs because they play better at home. Okay. No, um, I so hear you. It, you and know, will be an obviously they don't want to go anywhere where it's going to be cold because they're yeah. Tampa team, you know? Um, so, yeah. and let's see if, if things, the only team that would be cold is green Bay because Cardinals play inside Rams play inside Cowboys play inside uh, saints play inside. It would be the Packers. Oh. The Packers are the only cold weather team that's coming, you know? Oh Yeah. I think that it's either the Packers or the one seed just because of the fact that they don't have another team close to them. It's kind of a runaway. Okay. Um, you know, but the Aaron Rodgers stuff throws it up in the air. Um, the Bucks and the Saints are going to be, you know, fighting over each other to get the one seed just yeah. in their own division, get yeah. them in the conference. I think the same thing with the Cardinals and the Rams. So, you know, there's a very real possibility that it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I think it's going to, I think the Rams are going to get the one seed. This is just what I think. I think Rams one seed and then uh, Packers two seed uh, and then Dallas three and then Tampa four. And then I, I just see the NFC championship game. Tom Brady's in the NFC championship game. I don't know who he's going to play, but he's going to be there and he's going to do the Tom Brady thing. And then we're just in this never ending cycle of Tom Brady winning. <laughs> Playoffs will be exciting for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think I think the one seed is 
either the Cowboys is my hot take. Okay. If Aaron Rodgers serves more than three game suspension, I think if he slips and falls, it's the Cowboys. I think if Aaron Rodgers misses one game via COVID and everything gets swept under the rug and we all have to just pretend he's a good person when he's not, um, then, then I think that if I could play like a check mark, like a, like a ding, 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 I would do it, but I don't have that sound. Effect. I knew that made Tommy's fun. I don't have that sound effect. Yeah, I hear I, you. I, I give him some so, love after all the all the the hate on the on the Bears earlier. Yeah, my uh my I, my opinion is off of he's not going to get suspended. I think that's how they get the two seed. But you're you're right. If he does miss three or four games, that defense is really not good, and Aaron Rodgers is the only thing that's holding them together. So if you take that out. I still think Rams one, maybe Dallas two then. So I moved Dallas to two. And then maybe Tampa to three. But the I'm whole time. I'm gonna Tom say Brady the cards are the two seed. Um and then I'm gonna say I'm gonna go off the same assumption as you, Tommy, and say that it all gets swept under the rug. So I'm gonna say Packers, Cards, Cowboys, Rams, Bucks. Yeah. And I I like also on the record that if the Cowboys are in the NFC championship game, whoever they play, that's who's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> also, we haven't mentioned this, but the Carolina Panthers are in a playoff spot right now, right? They are. They are the seven long? seed right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are four yeah, they and are. four, and they hold the seven seed. That's just that the NFC is so competitive. The AFC is so competitive. They're just different kinds of competitive, you know? And so, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron, you mentioned just b- before we make our like end of the year predictions. Um, you mentioned that Stephen A had his top five like teams or whatever. Uh, yeah. Would you guys like to make your top five teams right now in the National Football League? You know what? I'd love to. Okay. Um, I don't know if anybody has one off the rip. I'll need maybe thirty seconds to okay. just. I'll go. Myself. I'll go first. I don't mind going first. All right, number five, uh, Bills. The Buffalo Bills are my number five team. Number four, the Buccaneers. Three Cardinals. Two Cowboys, one Rams. That's my uh, power ranking of the top five teams in the NFL. Nice. Um, so I have for number one, I have the Cards. Um, two, I have Rams. Three, I have Cowboys, and then five, I have it kind of half and half in the Bills and the Packers. And I think, I think I'm throwing the Bills in just to have one non-NFC team. Um, I do definitely believe in them and, and, and the talent that they have, yeah. but um, also the Packers have been really, really nice. I think the, the Packers are uh, five. Okay. Um, I think the Bucks are four just because of Tom Brady voodoo, weird December, January magic. Yep. Um, I, I'll put the Cowboys at three, uh, the Cardinals at two, and I'm going to stick with my original preseason uh, Super Bowl champ pick um the buffalo bills at one okay all right so here's what i noticed right off the bat uh i got the rams one aaron has them two and you don't even have them in the top five yeah i'm tell me what i'm missing here because when we're ranking a top five team i'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs i'm not saying no yeah good team but when we talk cream of the crop right we got to talk about who they beat and who have they beat well, wins Rams, Colts, Bucks. That's a good win. The Bears uh, is lost a, to the Cardinals. The Bears is a great win. 
(laughs) (laughs) Season opener, pressure on. That's a great win. Uh, Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. They only took down the Colts by three. Um, That is a road game, but nonetheless, it's the Colts. Uh, They beat the Buccaneers at home. That is a good win. They hung in there. That's a really good win. Yeah, that's they, their big win, though. Yeah, that's their big win. Uh, they beat the Seahawks. They beat the Lions. Beat the Texans. Beat the Giants. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. They haven't really played anybody, and the meat of their schedule is really coming because it's a uh, a huge game against the Titans coming up Sunday Night Football this week. Uh, a division game against the 49ers. Then they go to Green Bay. That's going to be a huge game, uh, but they do get the advantage of playing. Uh, pretty weak schedule which which helps yeah. you know like the, it helps boost their record and uh so they are gonna have some tough games left i think the titans will be a tough game this week they have the packers they go to green bay um and then they still got a couple with the 49ers and they still have a ravens game in baltimore so we're gonna see we're gonna see it but the my my thinking is the rams defense is already so good you bring in a veteran like Von Miller, who is who was dominant in the prime of his career, but then was dependent on being like the only guy on the Broncos defense for so long. Now he's playing with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Like he doesn't have to do everything at once. And then your quarterback is Matthew Stafford, who gets five hundred yards a game. So I I just don't see them as a stoppable force in the regular season. But you talked about the Tom Brady voodoo magic, and that's why I have him at 4-2, and I think that's the only thing that's going to stop the Rams from getting to the Super Bowl. I just I think that the Rams get smacked in the mouth when it comes playoff time because right. they, one, they haven't played anyone. They haven't had these hard-fought games. Sure. Like, you, you look at the comparison to the Cardinals. Teams Cardinals have beaten. The Titans with Derrick Henry – um they they beat the rams they beat uh the they barely lost to the packers um you know they beat the chiefs in the preseason but you know take it with a grain of salt but right. like they've played real they good football teams. to the packers like they they honestly should yeah have. yeah and you know and and kyler's carrying that knock now he's kind of a little hurt so like might affect it but i talk about what they've done talk about what the bills have done the packers have done who the Bucks have beat, um, you know, these are teams that are a little bit more battle hardened, and the the Rams are, are just they have they haven't seen anybody, and they they're going to have to, and and they're probably not unless they really go on a run and um, you know and they rattle off some wins, which uh, they'll probably beat the Titans without Henry, but you know if the Packers have Rodgers, they probably lose that game, they probably lose to the Cardinals again. I could see them losing to the Ravens, and then all of a sudden they're a five-loss team, and they're you know they're playing in the four or five seed. Um, they have to go away. They don't get to play in sunny, sunny Los Angeles, you know, Southern yeah. California. Um, so yeah. I just don't see them being. I, I guess if we're talking about this list in terms of like the most talented teams, maybe I made my list wrong. But if we're talking about it in terms of like the five most likely to win the Super Bowl. Um, I don't put the Rams on that list. That's the beauty of power rankings. There's no definitive yeah. way to do the power <laughs> yeah. rankings. So. Um, yeah. yeah. Thing is, pretty, that's pretty constant, though, is that everybody has the Bills on their list. Um, everybody has the Bucks. No, Aaron doesn't have the Bucks. Uh, everybody I, has the Cowboys. Two, I have, I'm, yeah. if anything, I'm missing the Packers. Um, I, that's why I said uh, it was Bills and Packers split for five. Yeah, I did not pick the Packers. For obvious reasons. 
because yeah. it's against my religion. Yeah, you but <laughs> you would disintegrate. But that is a, that I do. A, I that is a good football team if Aaron Rodgers is on the field. So we'll see. Um, but overall, yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting. The NFC. I think the NFC is going to be the most competitive uh, conference for sure, and I think that's where the fun is going to be. Um, really quick. Uh, I'm I'm changing my Super Bowl pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I think Tom Brady's just gonna Tom Brady. Uh, Aaron, Super Bowl pick. Let's go. I got. Hmm. I got the Bills going against the Rams. And the winner. The Bills. Bills. Jason. I'm gonna stick with my original pick from the first time we talked back in August. I'm gonna say the Bills beat the Packers. There you go. Okay. I picked the Bucks. I think they'll beat, uh, probably beat the Bills. Bucks over Bills. That'll, that'll be my pick. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. MVP. Sure. MVP. Anybody? I wanted to be Justin Herbert, yeah. but I, I don't know. I think it might be Matthew Stafford. Um, so in our in our first uh, kind of trio broadcast, uh, we all had high praises for Kyler Murray. I think I said uh, top five MVP, and Jason said MVP. And um and that's what I'm going with. Um, as long as his uh, current injury isn't something long term, um, that where he'll miss um, no more than two weeks. Um, I that's who my MVP will be. Um, super consistent, and and he's kind of just he's kind of killing it. Um, I I firmly believe they still deserve to be undefeated. Um, that was a major goof by AJ Green. Um, he's just playing lights out lights out ball. Um, I talk about Derrick Henry being a creative player. Kyle Murray is kind of the same thing. Um, can just kind of do it all um, outside of just being being short. I think that's his only thing, and that hasn't really hurt him at all. Okay, I, that's my MVP vote. All right. Do you think he still wins it if the Rams win the division? I still do because Matt Stafford doesn't do it all like Kyle Murray does. Okay. Matt Stafford does make it look easy, but um, I hear you. He doesn't have like the legs that Kyler has. Yeah, as far as the just the overall threat and and backbone of the team, I think Kyle Murray uh, takes that. Gotcha. What do you think, Jason? MVP? I think I, you know, I. So if we're talking about the bet, he's still six to one. Um, he's you know Kyler Murray's fourth. Um, like if I had put that bet in 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 August, like I had said, I'm sticking with it. Um, but if you're asking me completely fresh from now. I'm going to say Josh Allen wins the MVP mm. um, just because I'm not going to contradict myself. It's in line with what I'm saying. If the Bills do go on this run, if they do beat the Packers in the in the Super Bowl, if they do just play outstanding in the snow all throughout the playoffs, um, it's got to be Josh Allen, right? So yeah. I'm not going to contradict myself. I would say from right now, it'd be Josh Allen, but I'd still take Kyler Murray 6-1. to one. Okay. Um, and even more so, I'd take Joe Burrow 40-1. Uh, to one. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's a good one too. He's in my top five voting right now. Yeah. Um, all right, boys. Any final thoughts before we watch the rest of the season and then we do a postseason preview like we did in college? I think it's only fitting that we met at Georgia State University, so I would like to say go Braves. Okay. Go Braves. Yes. 2021 Congratulations. Champions. Yes. Atlanta. Congratulations to the city of Atlanta. I think all three of us, even though we might not be huge Braves fans, all love the city of Atlanta. So – Shout out to our uh, our college town. Yep. Shout out to oh, P- yeah. shout out to Piedmont North. 
and you, sports media. Yeah. Uh, wait, were media. you wait, Aaron? Where were you, did you stay at the lofts or were you at the commons? I was I was uh, he, he, North he was the street. They were what? Okay. I peed my pee my North first year. You um, were? Yeah, I lived on the third floor while you lived on the first level. Yeah, I, I was on the with, first level. Yeah, and, yeah, I was with and, Andrew. Yeah, where were you, Jason? I was in Piedmont North. I was in B though. We were all people. Oh, that's right. You were B. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I was up top. Yeah. yeah. I was like yeah. on the seventh floor or something. Man, oh man. <laughs> I I wonder if we just walked in. Like if we just walked up and be like, can we just see our old rooms? It was very strict. You even have to sign in as as a student. So Yeah. Yeah. It's probably even stricter now. Yeah. 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 Boys, I appreciate yeah. it. Uh yeah. we're gonna do this again uh when we get a when we get a postseason schedule. How about that? I got Sounds you. Sounds good. Perfect. All right, boys, we'll do it again. All right, guys. All right. See y'all later. Me experience. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say? Oh, we're like starting? Maybe. <laughs> do you want me to start it? Well, yeah. I mean I I, well, I need like prompted. I'm not as good as you at just being off the cuff, you know? Okay, Anna's here. <laughs> hey. Sorry. <laughs> Arguably the hottest guest this show has ever had. Thank you. That was a better introduction. Arguably. Oh. Pat's pretty hot. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Anna, what are we doing on Monday? Uh, We're going to the Pittsburgh Steelers game. Who are they playing? The... Oh, just kidding. The Chicago Bears. Where are they playing? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Have you ever been to a game in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? I have. I actually performed at halftime at a game. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Have you ever been to a Steelers game outside of Pittsburgh? No. Okay, so you don't know what it's like to be the away fan. In hockey, I do. Well, and this is football. It's a completely different story. No, I've only been, I've only seen the Pittsburgh Steelers play in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And what is your record? At Heinz Field. You don't know? I have no clue. How many games have you been to? Three. And those three games, you don't know what the score was? The first one, it was literally so cold. All I remember from that game is how cold I was. Okay. I don't even know who they were playing. Okay. The second game was really hot. (laughs) No, the second game was when I performed. We won that game. We played the Bengals. We won. Okay. Uh, It poured down rain the whole game. Mm-hmm. Third game uh, was really, really hot, and I don't know who we played, and I don't know who won. All right. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> well, maybe. I I'm a big fan. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> uh, well, maybe you'll remember the outcome of the game on Monday. I'm sure I will. Um, it's going to be fun. We're going to tailgate. To be fair. To be fair. The third game that I went to was with uh, my best friend, Tyler. Shout out, Tyler. And <laughs> he invited me like very last second. And I just was like, sure, what the heck, I'll go. And so like it wasn't like there was like a lot of like build up, you know, like I wasn't like anticipating oh, you know, like, okay. for, like weeks and stuff. So I feel like that's why I don't remember. Well, we've been anticipating this for months. The first one was literally like the week of Christmas and me and my dad went. Sorry, dad. I'm sorry. I forget this game. I just remember how freaking cold I was the entire time. I've seen a hockey game in Hinesfield. Okay. Depends on. <laughs> and I lost $20 worth of 50-50 tickets. What if they won? I know. My dad made me go back up to the concourse and look for them. 
Did you find them? No. And like, you know how like 50-50 tickets are just like receipts? Yes. And so I just was like picking up a bunch of just like gross crumpled receipts off the floor. <laughs> I looked so sad. <laughs> <laughs> what? All you right. have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to the game on Monday in Pittsburgh. <laughs> the Chicago Bears are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. This will be our first, uh, ch- the first chapter in our rivalry. I'm not going to count the hockey game that was the Penguins and the Blackhawks because that was over in the first three minutes of the game. Okay, but it still counts. I still won. All I'm right. one to nothing. I'm Anna's one up one to nothing yeah. in the in the in the marriage rivalry. Well, no, just in the engagement rivalry. We'll have to. <sighs> we'll start the counter over. We'll see who wins the engagement. Oh, so if you're up, <laughs> then it'll count. But if you're, but if you're down, it won't. Well, no, we'll just see who wins the engagement, you know. And then that person has to pay for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> just kidding. It's our money. <laughs> um, oh boy. Okay, sorry. Back to the Steelers. Who do you think is going to win the game? The Steelers. What's the final score going to be? 45 to 22. Good Lord. 45 <laughs> points. I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to put up 45 points. I do. If Ben Roethlisberger puts up more than 40 points. What do I get? I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Okay. What do you want? I don't know either. I will put $20 in the company account. <laughs> wow. If Ben Roethlisberger. Put $100 in the company account. Okay, that's better. If Ben Roethlisberger uh, puts 40 points up on the Chicago Bears. Cool. That's the Steelers' offense, not the defense. I understand. Offense. I understand. Okay. Um, I think that the Steelers are going to win the game. Wow. But I don't think it's going to be by a lot because oh. I think both teams are kind of bad. Well, they're, uh, the Bears are plus six and a half right now. So. I would, I'm still going to bet on the Bears' money line. That's fair. Okay. Um, so what do you think the final score is going to be? Um, I see this being like a 23-17 kind of thing. But it's Monday Night Football in Pittsburgh. You have to remember that. Like what? Okay. Prime time. Okay. I've seen, the, I've seen Pittsburgh play Monday Night Football. I, you know what? I remember every single Bears game that I've been to. Well, I'm sure you do. Three and zero, baby. Three and zero. What? One of those was outside of. What's your away record? One and zero. Good talk. All right, great. Thanks, Anna. Wait, is that all I get to say? What else would you like to say? Um. Well, do you want to talk about like who we're going with? We're going with my father, <laughs> and <laughs> my aunt Kimmy, who's the biggest Steelers fan alive. Yes. Shout out Aunt Kimmy. And then Matt and Tim. will also be there. And Matt. And Matt's girlfriend, who is a Bears fan. Yes. Go Bears. There'll be two Bears. At least I won't be alone. Although I think I could take I can take Aunt Kimmy. In a in what? Just just take her. (laughs) I don't know. She's pretty crazy. I'm not gonna fight her. Oh, I know. Just like I can just take her words. That like I can just take her yelling at me. She's more of like a a funny and i've already texted your father uh this week and he knows my expectations are very small so that's good we're just gonna have a good time we're gonna have a good time we're gonna drink some beer watch some football have a good time yeah go bears
Go Steelers. We can't say go Bearlers this week. You sure can't. Well, we can root for it to be a good game. I don't want it to be 45 to 22. Because even though it's going to be, but I don't <laughs> I don't want it to be because I want it to be like very competitive, okay. you know? I want us to be like on the edge of our seats the whole time. I bet we will be. I think we will be. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Um Are we allowed to talk about how fun Griffin's wedding was? Pat and I already did, but you can mention it. It was super fun. And I can't stop talking about it because I had so much fun. Great. Mm. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Anna. You're welcome. That's this week's episode. Do you want to do you want to sing the outro music? I forget how it goes. Okay. We'll see you next week. <laughs>